Let's go with Yanni comes to you live with life-changing ideas to set the course for your life. Welcome to this episode. This is Saturday morning, uh, December the 23rd, 2023, and it's just before 7 in the morning. And uh, as Judy and I woke up, I was thinking, as I have been for the past while, really intensely thinking about this thing of giving and receiving. And even yesterday, we were with a friend and I shared with her how we are supposed to teach people the things that Jesus taught us. And one of the principles that I really feel is lacking is to teach people to not only give, but to receive. And what is very interesting to me is when I realized people are taking out of context or they're applying it wrong, what is said, it is more blessed to, to, to give than to receive. And this is basically by the Apostle Paul where he says, it is, I've worked with my own two hands. I didn't require anything from you. So, and he refers and he, he quotes Jesus where Jesus says, it is more blessed to give than to receive. But as we, as I was lying in, all of a sudden, I realized but that is only half a truth. And we've been stolen from for so many years. And when someone says we have to give so that we can receive, we are being hammered and being said, but how can you expect to receive if when you give? But that's a principle. Jesus said, give and it shall be given to to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall you receive from men when you give. So we've been told this lie that Paul is basically saying here, but it's only in giving that you are blessed, because it's more blessed to give than to receive. But even what he says there... Yeah, but explain. Even there, uh, Paul basically says it's more blessed. He did not exclude the receiving. But this is where Judy and I now, where the um, Lord started opening up to us. And I realized, if I don't give, I will never receive. In other words, even if I want to learn something in a subject, like even let's take this revelation that I got on the on the giving and the receiving. Now, if I didn't spend time, I gave something. I gave some of my time to ponder on this and to think about this and to read about this and to study this. I would have never received. So, in giving of my time and of my my thoughts. I received a revelation on this. Judy, 
Go on a little bit, please. Yeah, but explain exactly. It's not just a physical thing. It's you receive. I you can receive spiritual gifts, not just physical gifts. Because when you think about giving, you always think about the physical aspect of giving. You don't think about okay. Well, I'm sharing something. You're you're sharing your thoughts. But in return, the spirit brings back other things up to us, back to remembrance, bigger things, other things. Thank you. Yeah, let me explain. And I think this is where the where the the stealing basically comes in, because Jesus says the, the thief um, only comes, or the the enemy, the devil, he only comes to steal to kill and to destroy. Now, look at the progression. He first comes and he steals from us by not hearing really the truth. And the truth is, we think it's only money that I give. And then that's what I must receive back. But it's everything. It's everything. When I give money yes i am supposed to receive back it's a law it's a principle in the kingdom of heaven and this doesn't only apply to christians to born again christians it applies to everyone and anyone the world system knows it if you look at huge companies like coca-cola for example they spend millions of dollars every year in advertising what are they doing they're giving. And what do they receive back? As they give that money and the advertising goes out, that uh, Coca-Cola logo and the, the feelings and everything that goes around it is they're putting it out in front of people all the time. They're paying to put it out. And the people see that and they think, okay, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. And they receive back. The same, like I said, when I... When I read a biography of someone who was very successful in business, for example, I read that biography, I give my time, I give my attention by reading that book. I even sometimes give um, money to purchase the book. So I give and in return, as I read, I get nuggets, I get wisdom, I get understanding of how apply the wisdom that this person has applied in his own life, and I only pay for the the the, uh, the price of that book and for the time that I spent. But I have to give, but I receive at the same time. So it's always, 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 it goes together. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. The the receiving part, sometimes it doesn't look insignificant because it's the receiving that actually causes us to grow. Because if you think about a person who writes a book, they spend 40 years of giving their experience so you can get it in one or two hours. But when you receive that person's experience, you can actually start to grow. If you didn't have that experience, you wouldn't know what to do with in the next phase of your life or in understanding this. That's why the receiving is 
it's almost more important than the, the giving part because anything or anyone can give. You know, you can go outside and watch the flowers and you would be, the flowers is giving you not just the fragrance, but if you ponder about the flowers, watch how it grows, watch how it blossoms effortlessly, it's also there for you to receive that. If That's why Solomon was so wise, because he looked at everything to gain knowledge, to receive, I should say, to receive knowledge. You know that as you, as you um, talk about the... Uh, nature, nature, the flowers nature. and so on, for example. Yeah. Many, many years ago, I spent loads of time in, in the bush. I love birds. I love nature. And I got pictures, photographs of birds, for example, that are so unique. And what did I have to do? I didn't just walk by. And there's the bird, and I just snapped it, and mm. there, there it was. I had to sit there. I had to spend time. time. And sometimes it was not only the first picture. Maybe there was a progression. Maybe there was, but it's that one moment that I spent hours and hours and hours observing. Then I received. So I gave again. I gave time. I gave attention. And I had to have the right equipment. I spent time. I spent money on that. And what did I receive in return? The pleasure of seeing this bird uh, in this very special circumstances. And it, it's so amazing, and, and I'm just going to share this uh, little bit of a testimony. Yesterday, Judy and I spent time with a, uh, with a friend, and we realized that um, they're really doing great work. And I just said, as they're working with, uh, with people, and sometimes it's uh, people who have less, uh, they, they sort of on the lower income groups and I just shared and I said one of the limitations that we have or that we're imposing on people is that we don't teach them to give we just want to give 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 and she responded and that was such a great experience to me to realize when she responded and she said she realized herself she could not receive at one time. She just wanted to give. And when uh, she and her husband got married and the uh, children came, she was a stay-at-home mom. And she said she really had a struggle to receive to the point where her husband sat her down one day and he said, Listen, my darling, you're my wife. Not only do I want to give to you, but I'm supposed to give to you. Just receive what I'm giving you. Now, this is maybe an extreme circumstance, but we look throughout. People are um, limited in what we allow them to give to us because we say, no, I don't want to receive anything from you. I just want to bless you. I just want to give to you. And what we actually doing I'm depriving I'm stealing from that other person if I do not want that person to give back what they received 
and that's why we we become almost like um, lopsided lopsided we come become overweight because there's not a balance there's a there's actually a void in your life because there's a void in your life because now you're looking for other ways to compensate for that given that you've you've been given but now you you feel you haven't received but you actually just didn't learn or know about the receiving part so what do people do then they they want to overcompensate there's an emptiness in their life because they gave and they didn't receive they feel lonely they tend to overeat they tend to overspend or overcompensate any area in their life and then they're actually being lied to and and this lie is is, is massive it's huge. It's, I'm, I'm just it's think- all in all of society now. Absolutely. And I'm just all thinking. All ages. Because as Judy and I were driving yesterday, um, it's, I mean, it's just before Christmas. And there's so many cars, people are on vacation, it's summer holidays. And Judy was saying, wow, it's so nice to see that people going out and they're spending and so on. And I said, yeah, but look at it from the other, other angle. And what Judy was saying is, is correct, because if people do not spend and purchase from businesses and local businesses, because especially in the, in the vacation or the holiday areas, that's the time of the year where those people really make up the bulk of their, of their income. The rest of the year, everything is slow and... Back to work. It's back to work, and many of those businesses, they... The rest of the year they struggle. So, but I share the other other side as well. That what bothers me a little bit because many of the people, as we know, they spend now, but they don't have the resources. They don't have the funds, so they do everything on credit. And look at the the vicious cycle, the ungodly cycle, if I can call it that. The the banks. And the credit card companies, they encourage these people, just spend, just spend, just spend. It's okay, you can pay later. You pay later and you pay and you keep on paying and you keep on paying. Ask me, I know, I've made that mistake. And that is the, 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 the terrible side of that. People are not being taught that when they give, they can receive back. And, and when we really understand like I, I used the example earlier, if when I learn from a business person that's been in business for many years and very successful, a millionaire, billionaire, when I receive that information and I apply that information, my little business that only had a small turnover and a small uh, profit every year, I can turn that business into a multi-billion dollar business by just receiving from that person, like Judy said, who's been in business for 40 years or whatever, and now in a few days or in a few months, I receive that information and I apply that information. It is so, so amazing. This principle, it's, and I believe we've only, we're only scratching the surface of this. It actually, it actually leads to growth because um, receiving leads to inner growth. 
And when you refix what's the missing link on the inside of you and use it positively, then you can actually apply it to your life and then you can begin to take grow, grow on a right foundation. Absolutely, Judy. Because then you're growing, then you're growing purposefully and not selfishly. And I think this is what we have done. Society has gone to the place where they are selfishly kind of growing and receiving at the same time. Because like you said, they spend money they don't have, and then they work to pay that off, and then they don't receive any benefits at all, but they end up paying their time and their, their valuable working hours back to people who didn't contribute to them. And the selfishness just goes on. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a vicious cycle, actually. A um, very well-known Christian businessman is a billionaire. He was asked the question, and, and someone said, Sir, was there a time in your life that you can specifically identify where you really started to gain and to, um, to grow exponentially. He said, yes. He said, I always struggled. Although my business did well, but I always struggled until the day when I learned how to manage money. And he had to spend time and learn from people who was successful in money management. And the moment he learned how to manage money and that money must work for him, he must not work for money, he said immediately his business just started growing exponentially. And like he said, then he started making serious money. And you think, okay, this, this man, he just became super wealthy. But... He spent millions upon millions of his own dollars to go all around the world and teaching people these principles. And many people that receive these principles today, they are leaders in their communities and they're giving back to the people because they received and they keep on receiving all the time because it's a law, it's a principle in, in creation that was put there. When you sow, you have to reap. And I just want to mention this, if, even if you have your own business, I have seen so many people having their own businesses. And I'm absolutely for people uh, having their own business that they don't work for other people that they, because we are supposed to uh, employ other people, give opportunities to other people. But the thing is, what many people do not understand, that business, if you work for that business, it's the same as if you're working for another person or another business or another corporation. It's exactly the same principle. And I've met so, so many uh, people with businesses and when I start speaking to them and asking them questions every single time it 
I re realize, and these people admit, they say they've never been on vacation for years. They don't have the time because they are always working because everything revolves around themselves. They haven't realized or, or grasped this principle that when they give and even when they give to someone else by employing someone, yes, it's a greater giving, it's a greater expense, but they are freeing up some of their own time. And this is, this is so vital for us to understand this principle. When I give, I have to receive. So don't limit others or yourself from receiving. But the problem is people don't know how to receive. So let's just get to the point. People are so busy doing, doing, and overdoing. They don't take time to sit down, look at what's going on, listen to what's going on. Because it just doesn't drop in your lap. No, you have to listen. You have to listen in between the lines what people are saying. You have to watch. Because that very same millionaire billionaire said, go out in the public, watch what's going on, watch how the behaviors of people, watch how they interact with, with, what's, with society, and learn from them. And that's how you receive you know, it, it's, it's being said, many people say, the truth will set you free. But it's not the truth. It's, it's the knowledge. knowledge of the truth that will set you free. So if you do not have the knowledge of the truth of what Judy and I are talking about here, you're not going to get what you need to get. And we, on the brink of entering into this new year actually we've already entered into this new year and and this is this is so vital so i really trust that you get this message that we're sharing with you today because if you do not gain the knowledge you're not going to get the truth but it depends on where you gain your knowledge from you can gain knowledge from unscrupulous people, some of these big corporations, and not all of them are bad, and not all the information that they put out is bad, but be very, very selective in who you learn from and who you receive from. But learn, you have to learn. I had to learn this, Judy had to learn this. Judy is a bookworm. I said to her yesterday, even as we were driving, I said to her, Judy, the wealth of knowledge that you have is incredible because she always reads. She always has two, three, four, five books that she's reading at the same time. I don't know always how she does it, but she reads here and she reads there. And that's where she comes up with, uh, with the information, the, the, the books that, that she's authored. That, that's where that information comes from. It's years and years of of. Yes, it's studying, but she loves doing it. That's part of her. Am I correct? Yes, very much. Because my brain is a muscle, and I've realized I have to feed my brain to know, to know how to um, affect the environment around us and how to live effectively. Absolutely. That point that she just pointed there is, is worth millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> Your brain is a muscle. And if you don't exercise your muscles, they grow weak 
they don't grow weak they just deteriorate and but if you put strain on those muscles you exercise them uh, just take walking for example if you haven't walked for a long time and you go and walk for uh, for a distance you're tired and you can feel you worked out but if you do that on a consistent basis you can work, walk further and further and you can do more and you can do more. And it's exactly the same with our brain. Our brain is like a muscle. And this we also learned from this, uh, from this um, billionaire. He said, my brain is a muscle. And today he's like 90 years old. And he says, I still spend money on books. I still learn today. And he's read thousands and thousands of biographies of successful people. So... Thank you for uh, listening to us. This is an incredible message. And uh, thank you, Judy. You're very welcome. And the scripture is not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. And the word that we speak is spirit, it's truth, and it's life. And the word that we speak is divinely meant to change our lives. Okay, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just as we wrap this up, just remember this is that same principle of sowing and reaping. If you spend time to learn something, you are going to reap. You are going to receive the knowledge. It's a sa- and the same principle applies to health, keeping yourself healthy, look after your, your body, look out for the things that you, that you eat, your uh, finances. When you give, make sure that you know what you're giving into, what you're giving for, and you will receive uh, a harvest on that. So I trust that you get this message. It's amazing. Thank you. And we're looking forward to chatting with you in the next message. Wealth is a Decision is a major sponsor of this show and we encourage you to support them. Everything God created was to be used for His purpose. How we speak, how we think and walk, everything has a purpose. However, have you ever wondered about the purpose of your thoughts and your imagination? They were created to solve problems. In the Vision Board Guide, The Power of Creative Imagination, you will learn how to use your thoughts and imagination to solve problems and accomplish more in your life. Order your copy today on www.wealthisadecision.com or get it on Amazon. Let's go! Did you enjoy this episode? Remember to tell your family and friends about it because the more you know, the better you can understand the world you live in.